what make you laugh, make you cry like ain't life funny. Yeah. Aaron, what's up? Everybody, what's up? This is oh, whoa. Don't just say oh whoa. You knew we were. We knew this. I was mean, is that no? I mean, is that your uh, podcast voice right there? I mean, I, mean, I, I like don't. We I mean, I might get. You, you want me to get sexy like, with it? I mean, I could. I mean, I don't. I don't know, man. I, you, you sounded like you put a little bit of suave on there. Like, hey, what's that's just sexy right there. Hey, hey what's up, everybody? <laughs> what's up? <laughs> I mean, we on air. Once we get on air, you know I gotta fuck with you a little bit. Hey man, it's all right. I don't got no. There's nobody to fuck with me out here, so I, I accept it. I welcome it. It's cool. Mm. <laughs> uh, but what's up, everybody? Uh, sexy or not? It's episode thirty-one, week thirty-one. Aaron, how you doing, bro? Man, I'm good, man. I'm over here with apparently uh, radio DJ Suave himself, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Matt Getting. So it's got to be a good day. You're in the mix. <laughs> uh, it's funny how many people have told me that uh, they think I have a voice for radio. I'm just like, this is just me talking to you guys because I'm at work and this is what I talk to white people <laughs> like. <laughs> like. Like, this is like my not white voice, but just like my work cool dude voice where I'm just like, all right, everybody, let's just uh, let's <laughs> right. let's I used to straight do that. Hey. Right. Let me get a and then really being there like, damn. <laughs> damn, you got a nice voice. Aaron, you're you way angrier voice. than you are at the office. What the hell, dude? You just keep telling us about pedo oh, cults man. and fucking the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, well, dude, like, don't get me started on none of no, that shit. Cause we're apparently not. Those this is a, are just we're, losing their mind. This, yeah, this is gonna be a short. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Those people are losing their mind right now. President dude. Trump or ex-president Trump. We're not talking pedo cults. We actually. He's not ex-president yet, man. He's still the president. Well, you're right. Respect that man. Your four years of doing golf, playing golf. One thing, I'm not going to talk about it, but one thing that's hilarious is that everyone, like even I was worried that, oh, he's going to do all this stuff to, you know, negate the election and cause all this confusion. All of his plans won't work because now everyone's just moved on. No one's talking. Like he's like a kerfuffle or whatever you want to call it. But the TV ain't talking <laughs> about him. Everyone's just like, Joe Biden's president. Yeah. Shut up. That's funny. Like, because this is the thing. They're like, look, it was close enough, man. Like, we like, it just, just, just shut up, man. We, yeah, yeah, like, the thing is, dude, he's kind of like single handedly emasculated the whole Republican Party, dog. Like, I, there's a video of him when he first got in office of him going around to every seat in his cabinet and everyone is congratulating him. Like, Remember how we said that as a joke, like he got off the phone with somebody, like before you get on the phone with him, they're probably like, just make sure you tell him that he's a good guy and that he's great and that you like him and all that. He likes to hear that. It's really sounded like they got debriefed to do that. Cause literally this is a real video. Everybody sitting at the table being like, and before we, I get to say anything, I just wanted to say, Mr. President, uh, you've done a great job. I just think that this is amazing. How you are going to lead the country to the future? Like every person kisses his ass before they talk. I'm just like, oh my God, bro. And then he would, anybody that didn't say what he liked, he would fire. So, I mean, he really was kind of living like that, but. I mean, he it's still crazy, is. Man. He's doing that now. He's firing yeah, people left and right now. I mean, the shit's, I, 
it's gonna be fun. Well, I think what we ought to do now is just have like a uh, like maybe even like once a month update of Trumpism, suicide watch, <laughs> see what happens. You know, just check in. Well, one of the worst things you can be is a lame duck president, but usually that doesn't happen for eight years. So when you're a four-term lame duck president, they're like, oh, bro, everything you did, we're going to erase. Like, Especially when you're like, talking heavy-ass shit. Like, he, he, that's oh, like bro. a fighter who talks heavy shit and then gets knocked out in a punch. It's like, hell yeah. What? Come on, but Dude, man. everybody, all his followers are just like up in an uproar being like, oh, they fixed it. It's like, so the states that y'all are sure that he won, that you're saying that he won, you don't think the fix could have been in there? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like we were talking about in text, like, why does everybody think he's some magnanimous, like, savior of the people when it's like, I could see if he did some shit like that. Like, like if Trump went out there and was like, hey, man, I'm going to really do some straight shit. Like, I'm going to get, like, small businesses up again. I'm going to help the middle class and, like, did some, like, heroic president shit, but then it just didn't work. I could be like, oh, okay, I can kind of see what they're trying to say. He didn't even try to do that shit. No, like it literally. I mean, he was did just... nothing to like show me even like subtly that he was somehow uh, trying to pimp the system or you know infiltrate some system to illuminate the shit. Other than right. like, I guess you could spin it that he's been so insane throughout you know getting elected. What he did to do that, what he's done this whole time, what he's done socially, what he's doing right now, all that, if you look at it from like a, just like a UFO, like an alien's perspective, uh, he's done something to delegitimize government. So if people were saying that's what he was going to be doing this whole time, then I guess he's done that, but he looks like a dumb motherfucker and I just can't, I get people supporting him that are, you know, these like redneck people that are just, you know, clearly just racist that want a racist to like sort of say things that they think but can't openly express until now. I could see those people. But these people that you and I were talking about in our text messages about who are conspiracy theorists, experts, people who are plugged into that, who already, if you distrust the government, that shows me something about your personality. It does show me that you have some kind of intelligence, but if you're there, how are you supporting this guy? Like, how are all these conspiracy people throwing their hat into this dude's camp? Right. I told you, I feel like it's because he's the epitome of all that internet shit. Because, like, really what's going on is that, like, me and you are ahead of the curve. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to sound like we're, like, be assholes or nothing but what it was was that early on we got hip to the fact that the government is really not on the side of the people you know what i'm saying from our own experiences from learning shit like we both saw zygites at the same time like that shit was our error you know what i'm saying but you got to realize there's people that are just now seeing that type of shit you know what i'm saying so like you know it's like your mom and dad now are finding out about it you know what i'm saying like and then now like your grandma's finding out about it so like it's more people you know what i'm saying like getting into this movement but then they're not as intelligent to know like what to do with that information and then like right as they're all kind of figuring this out because like you gotta realize dude like to me i'm i'm so deep into the conspiracy shit that i think all this shit was set up like when you hear the people say the woke movement like, yeah. what that really was was that across the entire country, a, re- a deluge of information was released onto the people. So now people are just now sorting through that information. Like, part of it was 
when Obama got out of office, dog, like he declassified mad government documents. Like in some of them, they literally do say that they got in combat supposedly with UFOs. I don't know how true or not true that is because like I said, me with the conspiracies, I would tell you that that could be true or false based on wanting to stir some shit up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they could just give you a document saying we fought an alien and it's just fucking another fucking uh, Scientology script that they just found or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, or just some motherfucker like you and me wrote it. And you know what I mean? Like it ain't gotta be that it's the truth. And that's why this whole thing with Trump is like, I feel like even him being selected to rise to power I think that the strings of control are in it now. Like when you get in that seat, they're like, okay, you can say whatever you want, but you still got to play this role. These things need to happen before you get out of here. This is what your agenda is. Follow it or die. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's really the conversation they have with people, dude. Like, cause as much as you want to say about. It's crazy to see that. Like, you're just like some guy who somehow got like a intern or something who happens to see that. And they're like, you too. If you say anything, we're going to kill you. Oh, they would kill him. If you saw that. If you saw that, you would get killed. Like, if you were witness to that, they would be like, at some point, like, it might not be right away, but you're going to be a liability oh, down the road. You know what I'm saying? Wait like, years. They'd just be like, Yeah, yeah. Because they can get to the point where, like, if you want to, like, it's clear they don't support whistleblowing because they put everybody in jail. I mean, I know they let some of these right. people out of jail, right. or whatever, but it's like, that's a, like that one person. Uh, Snowden? No, there was somebody Wiki that Leaks? they put into like Guantanamo or some shit, and he became like a he like changed his gender, and then remember this? Is movie? that Bradley Manning? Bradley yeah, Manning? yeah, yeah, because yeah. he became Caitlyn Manning or some shit like that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but just like when if somebody does whistleblower, at least in the past, it's like it hasn't gone very well for those people. So. Not They're showing like, that to all of us. That's, yeah, that was that was a exactly. warning to anyone like you and me to be like, yeah. "Hey, fam, you go in there and say, see some shit you ain't supposed to see and talk about it, see what happened to you." Yeah. you know what I'm saying? You like control the laws, the people enforcing the right. laws, the jails, your car. Yeah, like, your think computer. about this. Because to me, like I'm, I'm like I ain't trying to go too crazy. Like we go, like we can wrap this up. In I'm the gonna wrap it up. I mean, I got yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> right. But just think about this though. We literally have seen it through the past history of our government that they've done experiments on the public, both black and white, like MK Ultra. They did the Tuskegee experiments, like even this pandemic to a degree, right? Crack epidemic, you know what I'm saying? Like that was literally a fucking CIA conspiracy to distribute drugs in the American community to finance a war in another country, dog. Like that's what the crack epidemic was, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what that show Snowfall is all about, like. That's some crazy shit. So, like, if they're doing that, like, now they have, like, this is why I, I can understand some of these Trump people just from the standpoint of, like, government control and shit. But all this was manipulated by no matter what type of president was in office. You know what I'm saying? Republican, Democrat, the same shit was going on regardless. That's why, like, to me being like, this is the guy outside the establishment that's going to save us. Like, he got paid in he the establishment. In. Right, he's in. He's in. He's establishment. If you're anti-establishment, being anti-establishment is being like a guy. Here's a guy who I truly believe might be just because of the track record. It might be Bernie Sanders, but even then, it's like he's a rich white dude. I can't imagine he's been in the system. So you know why I don't fuck with Bernie Sanders is because any time that like the in 2016 and this year they claimed he got just as much votes or enough votes to be selected the person and then he he didn't and then they fell in line anyways because like if I'm not mistaken like it's two differences between oh, the parties they, 
They manip- well, the Democratic Party manipulated right. it so he didn't get. Well, I was going to say, even based off their rules, though, um, in the Democrat side, like, they have this thing. I don't – I forgot what it's called, but, like, even if the most votes are go to a candidate, the party as a whole has, like, elected officials that can still override that and put who they want up there no matter yeah. what. But whereas the Republicans don't. That's why Trump got picked. Like, they literally go based off majority, you know what I'm saying? But the Democrats don't do that. Like, people don't – a lot of people don't know that, you know what I'm saying? So, like, even that – is once again manipulation, but he went along with that shit either way because he could have yeah. raised the fuss. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I just don't right. think any of, I don't think that there's any of them that Trump, anybody that you can sit there and point a finger and be like, that was the guy other than maybe JFK. But you see, like, they didn't just kill him. They killed him and his brother. Bro. Yeah, his old family. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you see what I'm saying? Because like legit, because like legit dog, like he legitimately, I, there's evidence in like the history of that where he didn't follow orders and protocols, and that's what was the repercussion of all that shit. Because like they killed that motherfucker on national television, dog. Like I ain't trying to say maybe Oswald really did it, and the story is what it was. But then you have to look at how they manipulate individuals. Like Oswald could have owed money I mean, to somebody. Like what happened to his family, dude? Like yeah, what, what happened to his brother? Like all these things right. under that family and. You could say it's connected to the presidency. It might be connected because they're so filthy rich, that family, that they're just involved in so much fuck shit that that happened. But regardless, I think, the first of all, I totally agree with everything you're saying. But just to wrap this part of this up, I think the problem with people like us, I'm not going to say that I'm smarter or less, you know, more smart or less smart than anybody. But if you become aware of some of these things that are legit, not even conspiracies, but things that have been, happened in the past, like the JFK thing, the Gulf of Tonkin, like all that right. thing where it's like legit things where the government manipulated us or planned to, yada, yada. Once you become aware of that, it kind of sort of, it, the illusion ends. So you see sort of what is possible. And now that's only been multiplied because of how technology works and everything. So, um, once you're aware of that, you kind of can't buy into anything. Like by wanting to to vote for Biden to get Trump out, for example, it's like, sure, like when I talk to people like my parents or my wife or something, I understand where they're coming from and I agree with it. Like, I don't like Trump, I want him out. Right. But do I really believe that my vote or that happening or anything is really gonna change anything? other than just the mouthpiece for which the news is delivered from the White House, absolutely right. not. Like, I just don't right. believe that. So I, I see what you're saying, and it's like kind of an unfortunate side effect of doing research about the government and like the filthy shit that they've actually perpetrated. <clears throat> Maybe some of it's true and some of it's not, but once you do find out what's possible, what they've done, and possibly what they you know, may have Would done, do. It just, right. it's all, you know, it's kind of like the Matrix shit. It's like, once you find that out, you really can't go back and be like, eh, you know. Well, the problem is, America, mean, or, you know, it's right. just not going to Well, happen. the thing is, uh, well, just for my conclusion on this, is the thing is, it's like I was saying, there's people like you and me that have known this going on a decade now, you know what I'm saying? Like, but there are people that are just finding out about this a year ago, two years ago, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and that's, that's what I mean. Like, this shit, even this to me, was formulaic because I think they want people disenfranchised with the government. I think they want people to feel like, you know, there ain't no way out or whatever, or that even revealing this stuff, like, I feel like even that gives them some sense of power. You know what I'm saying? Being like, oh, well, 
yeah, the JFK assassination was real. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they confessed to it or like stuff like that. Like they uh, confessed that the government and the FBI had a conspiracy to kill uh, Martin Luther King in 1994, dude. Like it's a, it's a court case and everything. Like, uh, I don't think his family got any money from it or anything, but like it was proven in the courts. But the reason why they was doing that is because, I mean, at the end of the day, that's almost like a power move. You know what I'm saying? Because then you could say anybody else that want to rise up and do what he was doing yeah. and defying our order, we'll do that to you too. And we'll get away with it and we'll confess to it and ain't nobody in jail for it still to this day. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, so also like, letting out that shit small, in small doses and like seeing what people – it's also educational for whoever's – responsible an experiment. For all this stuff yeah. because they can be like oh well see like if we just release it like this nobody even pays attention or right man, they really reacted to this so maybe right we should hold off on that well let's well you don't see the scary you know? they got computers doing that computers do yeah, that exactly. with, with statistical data to be within an instant being like oh everybody's phone activated when we gave this alert for this and said that in the news when we released this article you know what i'm saying they got this many clicks like they have all that now, dude. Like, that's what I was saying about it being a war for your mind. Like, and you got to realize this ain't no battle that uh, started with America. You know what I'm saying? Like, this has been going on since day one on the planet, dog. Like, any man that was smart enough to rule over his fellow man, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I was reading this book, uh, African Samurai, and in that, it talks about the first Blacks person, I guess, or warrior or whatever that went to Japan. He learned the ways of the samurai, but he went there with a Catholic priest. And it was during a time in Japan where all these warring families were going on. So like the Shogun or what is it? The guy that they call it, their emperor or whatever, uh, died. And then all these Shoguns went and fought each other and were taking control of little farm towns and all that. So like then the Jesuits were coming in and they would be like, oh yeah, if you accept the word of God, we got a whole shit full of guns that'll pop up here and they, it'll help you defend God's order from your That enemies. is not what I was That's... taught in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 where they go back in time. <laughs> Expecting maybe uh, the Adams family. They're back, and they're back in time. That's not what I was showing. Well, hey man, that's that's what was going on in this book. I mean, God, I don't know dude, how fucking disgusting is religion. Sometimes it's like dude, every shit time in the world. It's like there was some guy like in a robe, like <laughs> look, we got all this shit over here. You know why it's Come dirty, dude? They sell salvation and hope. Two things that should come from within. Only I person remember, that can save yourself is you, and the only person that can give you hope is your damn self. You know what I'm saying? Like, have you have you ever seen the movie Dogma that Kevin Smith made? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Okay, I you know like you can say what you will. I like that movie. In fact, I think honestly, if you watch it, that's probably his best movie <laughs> to me. It's like, but anyway, there's a concept of that. Uh, in that movie that I think is actually in Catholic dogma in some way where people can buy what I think is called an in indulgence where they basically yeah. are completely forgiven and they no matter what, like, I could stab a guy saying yep. get whatever this <laughs> is and then you walked you know you just get into heaven free of charge because you did whatever i forget what it is i think that's what yeah it's i think that i think it is what it's called or it's called planetary or planetary indulgence it's something yeah it's like, something like that yeah but no you're right but that's what i'm but saying like, dude like that exists like in any like that was that came up with way back in the day so clearly these motherfuckers were just trying to figure out like 
Yeah, I mean, like these powerful people are kind of evil motherfuckers, but maybe we can just them uh, did, uh, come over to this side. I just heard this lady speaking in a YouTube video. Uh, I don't know how old this video was, but this lady was the prior, the prior superintendent for Chicago City Schools for a few years. She lost her job because of a bunch of shit. And she was talking about like racism in America, but she said that the next best instrument of control next to God was money. So like, think, listen to that. She's like, the first instrument of control was God, and then the second is cash. So like, it's like a cold-blooded things, thing to say as like an educational expert. Bro, like, this chick God, is damn, a, she said uh, this chick is the truth, dog. Like she was in there laying fire. I posted that shit on my Facebook if you really wanted to listen to it. But she was laying bombs on people like both sides, black, white, everybody just being like America fucked up. Like y'all better get with it. You know what I'm saying? Like trying to put people on the game. But like you got to realize, bro, people back in our parents' generation and shit, like. They saw JFK get killed. They saw Malcolm X get killed. They saw Martin Luther King get killed. Like, this shit happened during their lifetime, bro. Like, it's one thing for people like you and me to know about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they lived through that shit. That's why I feel like they, like, a lot of those older people are so ingrained in voting a certain way or believing in an American way or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But, like, the true reality of it is that the billionaires of modern times don't come from that era. Like, they come from the dot-com computer era. Like, all our parents and stuff, the ways that they were taught up, working hard and having a job, most of our parents got fucked over and still working hard and got a job. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that retirement day ain't never came because the American dream is some bullshit. Like, that's really what the whole thing is. Like, that's why, like, people are mad on both sides of voting so hard and it's voting in numbers because, like, y'all think, like, really what it is is the, the Christ mentality of somebody going to come and save you. Like, that's what I was saying. That's why the church is fucked up, because they sell you salvation and hope, dog. Like, those are two things that you can't buy no fucking wear, dog. But they give it to you every Sunday with a bowl of sugar on top, you know what I'm saying? And a cracker and a little sip of red Kool-Aid, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the real truth, dog. Like, we live up in a fucked up ass world, man. And, like, the systems that's controlling us been established since, like, year one. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally. Like, that's what I'm saying, dog. Like, that's why, like, people like you and me, man, like, I ain't trying to sound like we, like, some geniuses, but when you see above all that, you know what I'm saying? Like, then you can look down on other people, not down on them, but like, you can look down at it and be like, damn, yo, like, this shit is crazy right now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because like, I'm, I'm talking to like some person I just met this weekend, like, they were saying all these things and it's just crazy how you hear like other people's minds work. And it's just like, damn, you're like, I don't even think like that. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, you worry that, about but it's shit. wild when you see a real difference though, where you're like, I, the fact you got there from where we started, I have no right. idea how your brain works. I just can't like do the mathematics like that. Which I mean, I I feel like you'd see that in like little bits and pieces, and that's like when you see like somebody acting crazy at like a store, like acting like ridiculous at a restaurant, and you're like, how could you act like that? Like that's a little microcosm of that. But you're right. Like when you talk to somebody in depth, and you're like, wow. I don't think like that at all. It's definitely a weird situation. I mean, right. you run I into mean, it, especially if you work in an office or something. I mean, I'm, that's why I don't like working in an office. Right. Or just being around people. Time. Yeah. <laughs> being around a whole bunch of people, you just you got to be there to make money. And it's just like, bro, me and you done read the same book, like went to the <laughs> same schools. Like, how you don't know this, man? Or why you think that? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just crazy. But at the same time, like, I like hearing counter thought, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I do listen to a lot of crazy shit like Alex Jones and 
Young Pharaoh, and then I listen to some other Hotep stuff and all types of craziness. Because, like, to me, like, I feel like there are voices that are silenced in our community. You know what I'm saying? Like, even the crazy bum screaming on the street, it's like, bro, you really got something you want to talk about. Like, I'll listen to what you got to say for a few minutes, but it's like, at the same time, like, at the end of the day, don't nobody give a fuck. Like, that's what, that's what my answer is going to be to everybody. That's the important thing to know. <laughs> that's the, like what fucked me up for so long in my life, where it's like you're worried about other people's opinions, and then you get, like, so far down, like, deep in life, and you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, why was I even worried, like, about this or that? Or, you know, just shit so fucking stupid. I'm sure me and you both got stories where it's just, like, things that you've remembered for three, four years, like, damn, why'd I say that? Or I should have did this. Or like, man, my voice cracked right then. Or man, you know what I'm saying? Because like me, mine is as crazy as like, I'd be remembering things I've done at basketball games where I'm like, man, I could have like tried to spin oh, right there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and it's just shit. like, yeah, you know what I mean? And it's just like, dude, that was a fucking pickup game in which I don't even remember the faces of the people I was playing against. I just remember the moves I was doing at the time being I, that I missed a shot or made a shot or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, why are you even focused on some shit like that? You know what I mean? But that's how the mind works, bro. Like, and it's crazy because I've read books about psychology and shit that say that shit be fucking with you from like being four or five years old type shit. Like it's stuff that's happened to you where like, you know, somebody told you no or whatever. And then like, you just formulate a thought in your mind like, oh, that's not for me. And you just close your thoughts off to some shit when it's like, you just weren't introduced to it properly. You know what I mean? Yeah, like crazy any shit of that like shit. that. I mean, yeah. I was talking to my wife about, I mean, we, I think we were even talking about this, like stuff that sticks with you, like from deep. And like, even she was, we were talking about something. I think we were watching like somebody like somebody that was like fat on like TV and they were, it was, I forget what it was. They were trying to lose weight or something, but I was like sitting there and I've been thinking about this for a while. Cause we had a conversation, I think on this podcast, like about something I was talking about, like moving when I was young and shit and like moving to a new place when I was 10. Yeah. And like, I remember specifically that shit and all that shit we were talking about, I was like, oh, right. like that all, like all the, when you like look, like you said, like you see above it and you just like can sort of lay it out as a timeline. It's like, oh, we moved. I was sad. I was a young kid. My mom and dad gave me everything I wanted to like make me feel better, which, you know, it's just natural when you move. I'm sure that happens to a lot of parents who like spoil the kid just to make them like not hate existence, you know? And then yeah. by doing that, they just never stopped. Like with the food, there was no food. I have all the food I wanted, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, that all added up to me being fat one day. And I was like, it's crazy to think like you can pinpoint the moment in life where that like a bad behavior started once you get far enough away, which same thing about like being embarrassed about shit or <clears throat> like regretting some shit or remembering something different, anything. I was going to, I mean, we're kind of too deep into this now. Like, I think we're just going to go to the NFL after this, but I was going to tell a story. Like, it could have been two different stories, but it was either sex or drugs. But my sex story was about when I got caught having sex with this chick when I was young by her father in his bed, like, when I was younger. <laughs> I'm not going to tell the story anymore. Uh, or, uh, <laughs> or yeah, you brought it up now. Gee. Well, okay. All right. Short version of the story. So 
the fattest I ever was. Okay, so I think I was 23 or four at the time. Probably like you know, huge fat kid. I hooked, I got like connected with this other fat chick. We hit it off, went to a movie. So this night, went to a movie after the movie in the parking lot, you know, make out sesh, you know, leads to a little bit of some other stuff in the parking lot. And just to set a visual, like picture a big Walmart parking lot, right? Mm -hmm. That kind of parking lot. So we're in front, we're in this parking lot for a huge movie theater in Ohio. I, it had to have been summer because we were outside. We're outside making out on the hood of a car. These are two gigantic fat people <laughs> doing this. Just like passionately making out on the hood of a car for hours, dude. Because it was like, we went to see a late movie. And That's what you like, do when you're young, yeah. man, you know? I mean, I was like, again, in my early 20s. So she, I'm like, I'm, I lived like 20 minutes away south. And I'm like, let's go down to my place. But I have a roommate. So it's not really problematic, but, you know, there's somebody there. Right. He's like, oh, well, come to my place. I live with my mom and dad, but they're gone. They're gone on vacation. So come over, like, we can just keep going. So I was like, you know, you're the, at that point, if somebody's like, especially as a young fat dude, and somebody's like, you're going to get sex. Like, Man, she could have been. <laughs> nah, she could have to carry her big ass to the, my I was say. This place. And it would have <laughs> happened. I would have made it happen. She could have been like, hey, stick your dick out. I'm going to back the car over yeah. it real quick. <laughs> and then we go back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. I, 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 I don't know what that's going to feel like. But, I mean. <laughs> so we, I, I agree. You know, whatever. That's as much information as I got. So we get to a place, typical Toledo, Ohio house. We're sitting in there. I just remember, I still have vivid memories of this because of how traumatizing it was. <laughs> but so we get to this empty house. It's maybe 3 a.m. at this point. It's late or early, whatever you want to say. We're making out. It's getting crazy. I remember she had like a fish tank with like, but like an absurdly big, like huge, like one of the fish tanks you used to watch those shows about. Like, I just remember yeah. making out with this chick, but also because I was stoned, like being infatuated with like this huge, fish. it was huge. It was cool. Yeah. But <laughs> so, tanks, anyway, one thing leads to another. She's like, let's go upstairs. At this point, I'm so my engorged and ready to go. I'm not, I don't give a, I don't remember that she, this is not her house, that there's parents possibly in the mix. We go into a bedroom and start going, getting down, like going at it, full force, fat sex. Matt, you keep bringing up the weight of these people. Like I'm what big people, One of the big people, people make love, bro. Matt. I don't. I don't know if you know this. I mean, I'm, you do because you've lived this, obviously. But big people make love, Matt. They they I mean, fuck. They... Oh, 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 oh. Are we having sex? Uh, let's check. Uh, just lift up that fold right there. Uh, yep. They they get freaky. This was straight. All that. Talking, though. This was yeah. They do all love. that. This was the first <laughs> time. 
I had made out with this chick and had like all in one night. Like it all happened in one night. Hey man, okay? life happens fast, man. Exactly. Don't don't, don't judge young oh, Matt because he's my friend. First off, so I just want you. To, I just want people to know that young fat Matt is my friend. I didn't know him, but I, I, he's my. This is me. Bro. <laughs> I took this one. I just feel like nice I just feel day. like you shouldn't. You're shitting on the beauty of what I'm you did. I'm mainly shitting on me because basically I, she was significantly smaller than I was. I was <laughs> fat as fuck, okay? Was fat as fuck. So anyway, picture of me as a giant shamu-like whale oh, under God. this chick, okay? And I can't give you much of a visual other than to say in the room we were in, there were, the bed was as into, deep into the room as you could be away from the door. Okay, so we're fucking. She's on top of me. I'm a a young dude, so this is going forever, bro. The sun's coming up, and all of a sudden, I hear, What the fuck? (laughs) She goes, And I, first of all, I wear glasses, I wore glasses, and when I take my glasses off, I can't see a fucking thing, bro. So all I see is her get off of me. So basically, when whoever walked into this scene walked in, they're staring directly into the pipe (laughs) of like the bat, the ass of this girl, (laughs) my dick is gonna hit smashing. So he, I hear, what the fuck? She gets off me, and all I know is that I hear her go, oh my god, dad. And I'm like, oh, dude. So we're on the second story. I got to go downstairs. I got to walk. I mean, you got to walk by him. I got to walk right by him, dude. And I am, you know when you can, like, not hear anything? Like, you can just feel your, like, heart beating. (laughs) (laughs) There's no noise. It's like saving time where you're just hearing. Hell, yeah. um, you're like in the I most horrific see. steed ever. <laughs> I can't see, dude. You can't even find your drawers to put on a, your drawers. To this oh, day, I, all I did, I put on boxers, shirt, picked up pants, didn't even get the shoes. Like, I just left with that. <laughs> left didn't my Didn't even get my glasses, bro. I couldn't. <laughs> there was no. So, I. You should have been like. Bro. So, first of like, all, hey, just in this point right here, this is maybe my, like, third time having sex in life, period, oh, right? man. So, that is hilarious. It's already traumatizing. I, in my mind, remember, I can't, I can't even tell you what this dude looks like other than I think from a, the blurry recollection I have that he looks like the main guy from Pawn Stars, like the bald dude. picture that guy that's what he looked like so I have to walk past him dude and he doesn't say a fucking thing dude I'm staring just like away not making eye contact I walk past him and I remember thinking vividly like waiting to get socked like just you know like tense and why is he gonna hit you you didn't do anything wrong I mean, I fucked his daughter, and he stared at like he saw my dick going into his daughter. It, but in what turned out that's her problem. His bed, it was his bed oh. too, which was not my fault. None <laughs> of this was my fault. That's okay? what I'm saying. That's her being buck wild, bro. You didn't do anything wrong. You just were the <laughs> instrument 
that so happened yeah, to get all used that in was the situation was just a man who took out a woman on a nice date and just it all exactly exactly you were you were you were a, a pure gentleman without from the story i'm hearing it sounds like you took this girl to get something to eat i did movies gave her hours of foreplay making out to the point where hey man you turned her, his oh. daughter into a wild animal at that I point mean, and what, what were you supposed to do except try to you know but let me, just, beast. let me just <laughs> let me just put all this into conclusion so i get out of this i he he doesn't hit me i have to walk down the stairs guess who's at the bottom of the stairs her mom so i gotta walk past her too i don't know what she looks like i oh, okay. get out Here's the other fucked up thing that I'm remembering now because they they were coming home. I yeah. was parking in their driveway, so they had I had to move my car to get that so they could park. <laughs> All that happens, right? I park like a block away. This girl comes out. She's also heavily Christian, so that was like a huge problem too. So again, not my concern. Like none of that. I didn't like I said, man, you know, it's not my that's their household, bro. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what to do. And I like, I'm a good guy. So I was like, honestly, I'm so sorry this happened. But, you know, apologizing, just call me. I'll come out. We can hang out later. You know, just trying to like get away, but not appear as if I'm just going to like leave and not fuck around <laughs> anymore. So I leave on the way home. My car literally blows up like the engine. I remember this happening. I think it was because I had gone so long without getting an oil change. Oh, God. I'm driving on I-75. I-75, dude. And all of a sudden, I hear, and no joke at all, either something flew out from under the hood of my car or it just like the pressure like hit like exploded but something blew up like the engine block or something blew up and a hole out of my like the hood of my car so I had to get my car towed after all that and deal with that oh but just God. like I, I the only reason I say that story in connection with all the shit we've been talking about is that at the time that that happened I was like, my, I'm never gonna, this is it. Like, this is the worst. I'm never, I'm not gonna be allowed in society because this happened. Like, I don't know what I thought this guy, this was <laughs> were gonna do or what, but for years, this haunted me, bro. For years, I was like, this guy saw this. And like, <laughs> even to this day, sometimes I'll think about it and I'll get like, um, you ever get like a memory that's embarrassing, like so embarrassing to you that you're like, out? You actually are like, oh god, like, <laughs> like a douche chair. Like, Hell yeah. I'll get those from just thinking about when I heard this guy go, "What the fuck?" Like, it's <laughs> just like, I can't, it's like I, just wanted I to ruined like, a family oh, and god. run. <laughs> And explode and disappear like all in one moment. So mortified. I mean, here's the thing about that story, though. Think about how bad it was for that chick, dude. Like, I know her parents never forgave her, dog. And I would also say, as a gentleman, I did continue to see this girl for a while, and you know, we continued to date for a while. I will say, I 
kind of was out of obligation, I felt like, because of that happened. I felt kind of like I had I mean, to you could have for a while, but No, nah, you could have you could have definitely been like that was weird. I just don't like I can't ever meet your parents now. Like you had the ultimate get I out excuse, you know what I mean? Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday. Like you could have any you could have pulled the trigger on that at any moment and just been like, it's just like, you know, like I don't want to feel like I'm disrespecting you and your family. Like your dad's on my dick. Like, you know I mean, like, I mean, you're the ultimate. Man. You had the ultimate out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that is hilarious. Though, I dude. mean, like, yeah, I mean, like stuff like that to me. That's always funny to me. Is like, cause I've been in those situations too, where it's just like some crazy shit going on around you, but you're not really like part of it. You know what I'm saying? But like, because you're in that element, like. <laughs> your adrenaline's so high, you know what I mean? Like, so you're, like, deaf, like you said, and shit. And it's just kind of like, damn. Or it's just like, you, have you ever been caught in a lie? Like, you know, like, so yeah, you, you lie to your parents, and they, they're, like, that moment where you're, like, ah, ah, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, like, what I think is funny about, like, with your situation, it's like, you were in your 20s, you know what I'm saying? So you weren't doing that, like, you didn't do nothing wrong. And, like, to me, those ones are always funny to me, because it's like, well, at the end of the day, like, I, you know, I mean, yeah, you're gonna call the cops. But I mean, it's yeah, like yeah, in the I moment, mean, I was like, like, "I God saw this." Like, this been me, I would have been cool. Like that dude probably would have hit me because I would have just been cool and got up and been like, "Oh, I'm sorry, man." And like, let me just get my shoes and my glasses real quick. Like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm out of here. Oh, like, I'm just, sorry. There was. I would have just been. Like, yeah. It was one of those. Also, like I said, it was like one of the first times. I mean, anytime the when you have sex for the first time with somebody it's a huge adrenaline rush. Like when you're doing mm -hmm. it, it's like for the first time, it's huge. But like, yeah. this was one of my first times ever. So that, that on top of the opposite motion of horror when somebody just walks in, I didn't want anybody to see me. Somebody seeing me naked was bad enough, let alone somebody yeah. third party coming in just straight up. Yeah. You know, and honestly, crazy. just seeing me just straight smashing, it's just not, you know, I apologize to that person. I can tell you about, uh, I mean, we can go ahead and get into football. I can tell you a funny sex story. Mine isn't really that long. Uh, just that in one of my first times uh, to having sex, uh, I got with a big girl too, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. uh, this time. And she kind of cornered me, dog. Like, I, I low-key kind of got raped a little bit. But, like, legit, like, I was, like, I had hung out with these chicks before. Um, I don't really know how the person that knew them, that I knew, knew them. I guess they went to school together or whatever. But, like, these were not, like, any type of girls I would have ever wanted to hang out with. Like, I would have, you know, like, strictly friendship, not trying to hate on them, but just not my type, you know what I'm saying, looks or size-wise. But, uh, like, this chick, you know, we had been drinking and playing, like, a game, like, something or whatever. They came over and just hanging out. And I was like, man, I got to work in the morning. I'm about to go to sleep. And you know how I do, man. I be going to bed, like, early anyways, you know what I'm saying? Because I just be, you know, trying to shut shit down because I don't be about that bullshit. So, <laughs> like, I'm not staying up till 4 or 5 in the morning. Like, I get how people do or whatever. But it's like, man, look, yo, like, you can go home. You can sit on the couch whatever. Like, I'm, you stay, I'm not going to tell you. stay up for some pussy, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, so that's basically what happened was, like, I legit was going to close my door, and, like, I didn't even see this girl, like, to her credit, dog, she must have, like, ran across the room, because, like, I feel like I was sitting at the edge of the table, and she was behind the table, like, had to get around the table to get to where my, where I was going, but, like, I get up, 
walk to the room. I was like, all right, y'all, you know what I'm saying? And I go to shut my door and somebody grabs it like while my back is to the door, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm shutting it, not looking. And like, it's like, Hey, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like scared the shit out of me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? And she's like, uh, Oh, um, how about yeah, something big? I mean, pretty much like, we're just like, Hey, like, I'm just like, really lonely and, uh, I was just wondering, like, I don't know, like, it ain't, could you just fuck me or whatever? I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, I've never had anyone just outright with Damn, this proposition, bro. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, pretty wild. Uh, like that? Oh, man, this was some terrible sex, bro. Just, like, yeah. not good in any way. Just all, all bad. Like, I don't want to talk about too many details. I don't want to embarrass this person if they ever were to hear this, even though I'm sure they won't. But midway through, though, uh, this person's um, friend who, once again, not somebody I was attracted to, don't want to speak on what they look like, but I was not attracted to them is what I will say, uh-huh. opens the door uh, while we're mid-session. An old girl is like, that I'm with is like, hey, it's okay. She's cool. That's my girl. She just, uh, like, she can come what? in or whatever. It's like, basically now getting proposition a ugly three-way. You know what hey, I'm saying? <laughs> That's just, you know, you know oh, that's man. almost worth it that, at that point, bro. I almost did do it, but, like, I literally out of my mouth, and because, like, she scared the shit out of me, because it's just like, you're fucking, and then, like, a door just flies open, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, what the fuck? Are y'all, you know, what's going on here? You know what I mean? But, like, uh, motherfucker, like, swings like, the door like, open. Shit, like, oh, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, she, she more so came in, like, kind of terrifyingly like sneaking in the room like yeah i just oh. want to take a peek like oh, like really eyes God, eyes wide dude. shut ask like really scary yeah, really creepy dude so like me i think i even said like i am not nearly drunk enough to take this <laughs> you know what I'm i was like you gotta get the fuck out of here like no i'm not doing that like this is bad enough you know what i'm saying because like oh girl this like has was, a way was, limit ladies and uh at this point it's I, i'm already right this day Exactly. I'm already old double. I, I broke my bed that night uh, oh, with this damn. shit. Like, my box spring, my box spring was broke after that. Like it was just Big all bad. My walk in here. Oh, bro, this chick, this chick was easily three hundred pounds, dude. Oh, easily. Oh, well, I mean, dude. Like, yeah. Like plus three hundred plus. Thing? I'm sorry you had to deal with that, but can I just say <laughs> another horrifying thing that happened to me, just as a fat guy in general? What's that? I would have women friends, right, who were good-looking women. So Mm -hmm. when somebody good-looking is like, oh, I'm going to set you up with one of my friends, I take that to mean you're going to set me up with somebody of a caliber that you are, whoever I'm speaking with. So one time, it happened to me a few times in my life, (laughs) you know, whatever. I, again... This was me. This was even younger me than the guy in the story before. So not as fat, younger, less experienced. This girl sends me off on a blind date. And when I want to say, you said three hundo, the woman that I met (laughs) clean about, way above that. Like, if I can't even put a weight into it, but if she's ordering a at Chili's, which we went to Chili's, <laughs> she ordered like she's ordering two entrees, dude. Like this chick was huge, and I just remember like this oh, happened multiple times where it's like 
Just because I'm fat doesn't like you can set me up with somebody that's not fat. Like at least let me try. Uh, like, here's what I'm gonna say to that, and I don't want to downgrade you, Matt, because hey, man, you 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 lived your journey, I'm charming, man. Charming, bro. Like you lived your journey. I agree. I mean, hey, man, you're a catch, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to make you feel like you're not. But here's the thing, bro. Imagine if you're the skinny friend that they hook up with the enormously big dude. Like, what is that friend? That friend's going to be like, man, what the fuck, yo? Like, why you think I like a big-ass dude like that? Unless they told her, like, I like big, fat dudes, you know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't like you were just, like, overweight, though, neither. You weren't, like, dad fat. Like, you were, like, well, okay. was, like big. You but know then what I'm going to come back to you with this. If I'm the fat guy and you're going to hook me up with somebody <laughs> that's of a big weight, don't hook me up with somebody bigger than me, guy. Man, at least, like... Well, I mean, there, you know. but I'm a big person. I can be like the big guy, but don't hook me up with. I mean, dude, it was like going out on a date with Ralphie May, bro. Like it was not. I mean, hey man, look, I just I feel mean, like we've done we've done enough fat shaming on this show. Like I actually kind of like some big women. I got we. Oh. I, I'll say I did not leave that. I wasn't like not. Hanging out with that girl either. Bro. Yeah, I mean, but like, see, part oh, of it too. I don't really think it's about size. I think it's more so about how you vibe with somebody. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I feel like the fact you the, what really didn't work for you was the fact that you felt like you got duped. You know what I'm saying? Because like you thought you was gonna be with, like you said, like a hottie. Yeah, like, but also essential, like, and then yeah. she showed up. You know what I mean? Not, like, I think I'm it was more like that because I don't want to yeah. sound like the scumbag. So yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, but you, I mean, you are a scumbag in the sense of like just you know that girl had feelings too, man. You know, no, what I'm she saying? did. <laughs> they knew, and you know what's even more fucked up? When I lost weight, those girl, the girl that did that was like. Yeah, I shouldn't have done it because I was like, man, what the fuck? Because I even confronted that girl later in life. It's like, man, what the fuck? Oh, man. Hey, man, she was trying to – maybe that shit would have worked, though, because, like, in her best-case scenario, Big Matt would have been like, you know what? This girl, all right, man. And then Big Girl would have been like, you know what? I think I found I the one. You know what I'm saying? Well, but think about this. Maybe that big chick was like, hey, man, what the fuck? Back to her because she was like, that dude was big as hell. I like muscular-ass dudes. Like, you don't yeah, know. I know. But you yeah, might not also, I'm not class. a scumbag because when I lost, like, as a thin man, I, I've dated big girls, too. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, like, here's my thing, dude. I actually saw this crazy article the other day that was talking about weight loss, maybe not necessarily even be at- attached to, like, uh, exercise and diet, even though I feel like it helps. But they were saying that some people do that, and they still don't really necessarily lose weight because they were saying it's kind of, like, based off of, like, your bone structure and, like ratio to muscle versus fat and all this like, it was like a whole bunch of crazy shit like i don't necessarily agree with all of it because like those studies they'll only examine like 100 people and they would be trying to you know say they found some new information you know what i mean so they didn't really like have a big sample group yeah. but i just thought it was crazy to think that like part of what they were saying was a lot of it was mindset and it's just like so you you're fat because you think that you're fat you know what i'm saying like they were trying to say it was part of that too and just like your metabolism and shit i'm just like I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I having have a good mindset. From personal experience, that's not that, that. I don't find that true. But maybe that there's people that that is true. But to me, that's, that's a mental saying. thing. And anything mental, you should be able to overcome. It's mental. Yeah, I think they just like I said, they didn't do a large enough sample group. I just thought it was interesting that they were trying to like veer away from traditional thinking. Like I saw another article, traditional thinking shit, where they were saying uh, the Big Bang theory isn't real. 
You know what I mean? Like it doesn't add up. You know what I mean? I mean, it's only a theory. So, I mean, I don't have a problem with questioning that. And uh, then traditional thinking of Matt where he wants himself a traditional looking woman versus a 400 pound chili chilies eater. (laughs) But I think also because I think like for me, like now that I'm married and I have the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with, like when I picture through my life, like the the ideal changes, like it just changes. Like I used to be into white shit oh, yeah. when I was young. I mean, you know, it's like I guess environment, like how you come up. But like my wife versus like what I've been after, or what I've gone for, or what I've been with in the past is like you know there's similarities to other things, but it's just like weird how that part of you changes so much. And I mean, maybe it's just like personal experience, you know. I just did I mean, a lot of cool black girls, I guess, and that's just kind of where I went. I feel like uh, attraction is such a strange thing anyways, because it's influenced by a lot of different things, like even as small as like your mood or your senses, you know what I mean? Like, like it's really weird, but I mean, like some you might like how someone smells and that attracts you to them, but they yeah. might have a, a smell that is similar to something from your childhood or whatever you know what I mean like it's like might even be something weird, weird subconscious that you don't even like recognize you know what I mean um but that's what I was saying about like that's why I don't want to sit here and be trying to like down big women or big dudes either because it's just like I said I mean hey if you be you whatever because yeah, I'll be yeah, honest yeah, with you yeah. also being thin like I was fat I got thin I thought it'd make me like it would like change my life and make me think a different way it's just like like I'm more confident but it didn't like fix most of the problems I had. I'm still like self-conscious. I still think I'm fat. You know, it's like, well, that's what's crazy about the gym. And it's like, you're never going to get over it. Whatever that mental thing is, it just changes. It doesn't go away. Well, when I worked at the gym, that's what I realized was that every person in there, regardless of how big or strong or swole they were or in shape was still consciously picking away at themselves. You know what I mean? Like, 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 Dude, I had a six pack, and I remember when I had a six pack being like, nah, this, I fucking, I'm fat as shit. Like, I gotta lose weight. And it was like, I was like, not eating. Yeah. Like, you know, like, that's not, yeah. not a good thing. Bro, listen to this. I used to work at this gym, and it was literally like a Spanish dude there that had not had a girlfriend. Like, he was saying, like, pretty much his entire life. This dude looked like the picture of a model, dog. Like, legit, like, if Antonio Banderas had the most chiseled body that you've ever seen in your entire life, like, this is what this guy was. Like, and he literally, like, he actually did hook up with some chick later on while he worked there, and he was so happy, and, like, we were all happy for him and shit. Um, Even though I will say what's crazy about it is, the chick that he picked, if you were to just, if you believe in looks class, you know what I'm saying? Like, how... (laughs) She didn't, she didn't, Oh, she didn't match up. She did, oh no, she she swung for the fences, dog. Like she was like way out of her league with old boy, man. And I'm not even, you know, that's not from like, you know, I ain't even, I ain't trying to sit here and even have to defend my sexuality. Like I, I like pussy, so. But I'm just telling y'all, like the most beautifulest man in the world picked himself like a not necessarily a beautifulest woman in the world. You know what I'm saying? Because like this dude, like legit. I remember he said that one day in front of me. He's like. Yeah, I just can't get a girl, man. And I, I've been single it's for a so long time. So crazy, dude. I looked at him. I was like, I mean, this was LA too, though. So I know people out there like it's all you're comparing yourself to like people that don't right, eat, like yeah. you said. You know, yeah. yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like it's people that literally haven't had a carbs since they were born, just 
chiseled out of stone and like you're being like driving a Honda thinking, you know, you ain't got no money or whatever. That's why you ain't got a chick. Cause I mean, like that's, he was a trainer. You ain't like, you ain't balling when you were a trainer, you know what I mean? So I think it was just things like that holding him back more so than like his looks, but that's what it is. It's always something, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. always going to be something dude that like, even me, like I'd be thinking like, yo, I need to make more money and shit and all this and all that. But it's like, at the end of the day, like I know I'm happy, you know what I'm saying? Like, and if I'm not happy, I understand that that's just only temporary. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's what people, that's what I think a lot of people got to realize, bro. Like, we just want to get our little mental health shit is that, like, nothing lasts forever, bro. Being joyful ain't gonna last forever. Being sad ain't gonna last forever. Being tired ain't gonna last forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all a part of just, like, realizing that. Because I think a lot of people, that's where, like, suicidal shit comes from is they get too focused on, like, far-reaching elements of things that are a step-by-step process. You know what I mean? Like, they're just like, well, I don't, I'm not where I want to be. I'm, you know, my sister is doing better than me and nobody loves me. And you know what I'm saying? And like, whatever it is. And like, you're looking at that as being like a never ending thing when it's like, well, the way you get someone to love you is to love yourself one day. And then the next day, love yourself. And eventually you'll love yourself enough and be, you know, a radiant person that other people will be attracted yeah, to. Yeah, that's, you know what I mean? The key. And also yeah. like for the guy who is, like for that individual who's like trying to be the attractor, whatever your bar is for success is always gonna move. And I think people, and I, me still, you get like a feeling and sometimes in life where you're like, I want this to be over. Or like when this happens, I'm gonna be happy. Or when right. I get to this point, I'm gonna like, it's gonna illuminate something. And that's when I can like do this, but that never happens. So I think, whenever people get overwhelmed by that and they can't see the end of the tunnel and the real truth is that there is no end to the tunnel it's just a constantly moving target that you have to keep getting close to and when you do you learn something about it when you don't you learn something about it but whatever you want is going to keep changing and the people that get sad and depressed about like the things you were talking about are like stuck on a, one of those things and they don't understand that something that I think we all struggle to is that, you know, whatever you think is going to make you happy now probably isn't going to matter to you in two years. You know, it's all just, Hell yeah. you know, this ever like expanding shit. It's just like the universe. Like we're little universes and our lives are little universes. And, you know, well, the things like uh, this too. Way, but, you know, we could have gone this way. And you can't, like, after the fact, be stuck on that for so long that you keep moving forward in life. And this thing that you keep focusing on is getting further and further in the rearview mirror. It's like, that was me forever. Like, even when we were living together in L.A., it's like, you, I would be, like, running or, like, going in, like, to my job or some shit. Just, like, remembering some bullshit from years ago that... I, at that moment, I was thinking, man, if I would have done that, my life would be awesome right now. But that just, it never happened. You know, it's like, well, you know what? Ripping on some bullshit. Speaking to your job shit, dude, um, I kind of think that maybe it's like a uh, kind of like a parasitic element of capitalism. And I know this is like some crazy shit. I don't know if like you agree or not. And then we can get into football uh, and then we wrap this I mean, up. We don't have to, because here's the thing, Aaron. You. You gave up, bro. So all I was about to say, I mean, is one game, and that's it. Well, dude, you fucking you suggested the stoppage of the football. Pits, you know <laughs> oh, what I'm you that was you. 
I edited the podcast, <laughs> so you fully agreed. And if I hey. actually remember right, I think you brought it up first. I don't know. I li- bro, this is recorded. I listened to the podcast. I heard what you said. You was like, do we even need to keep doing a pick em? Cause I, really I mean, I just thought I brought point. up the right you know. No, uh, what it really was is that you're, you're a saint. You're a gentleman. You, you, yeah. you were like, I can't, I can't keep fucking grinding his face into the mud. I didn't mean <laughs> to stop you. So, again, just get to yeah. the point, and then we'll talk about the okay. team real quick. And then- okay. But, no, I was just going to say, uh, like, I think maybe one of the problems with, like, capitalism, and, like, especially a lot, like, what, you know, like, I, I lived with you in Cali. Like, I don't want to speak to what you were going through necessarily, but what I kind of thought it was, because I was going through a similar thing, is when you work jobs where you spend an excessive amount of your day somewhere and – you don't make enough money to progress yourself forward, you feel like you're not actually doing anything with your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like, cause with me, like even now, like I have a job where I don't necessarily make enough money to like be happy forever. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm fortunate enough to be in a situation where I can save my money, but I'm not, I don't have everything I want in terms of like my own place. You know what I'm saying? Like I have to make sacrifices in order to do that. Like, but it is what it is. Like one, like we were saying, like, you know, like there's things that'll hold people back or whatever, and there's really no reason to be held back. I would say when it comes to finances and the and like economic shit, don't make a move money wise unless you're ready and are educated on the shit. Because like that's where I fucked up with college um, and other things as well. Uh, business moves, I've tried to make things like that, just not being like informed enough and not ready. But in terms of, like I said, when you work somewhere and it's like, dude, like I'm only making this, I'm trying to get a raise, but I can't get a raise i'm pissed off every day because i come in here and i'm fucking around these people i don't even want to be around and shit and they're not paying me enough to really be here you know what i'm saying and then i go home to my shitty little place that i can barely afford and then like maybe see a movie you know what i'm saying and then i'm broke you know what i mean like yeah. that type of shit like makes you feel lesser than when really you work on a full day dog you know what i'm saying there's people that sit around and get high off heroin every day bro you know what i'm saying and don't do shit but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you're doing better than a lot of people, but at the same time, you can't judge that because you're trying to, you want more, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of like what the whole essence of capitalism really is. It's like, that hunger for more is what constantly keeps you coming back, like, getting another hit of that nine to five when it's just like, bro, this shit not doing it for me. Like, but then when you do get a nine to five where you're making mad money, and there's people that are saving money and shit, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got mad people in my family where I'd be seeing them on Facebook, and it's just like, damn, yo, like, motherfucker got three cars, you know what I'm saying, and his own yeah. house and shit, you know what I'm saying, it's just like, damn, yo, like, but I don't even really strive for those things, but it just seems like they're doing better than you, you know what I'm saying, like, when you're doing a comparison, you know what I mean, like, so I understand, bro, like, I, like, I don't know if you agree with that or not, like, no, I do, I just, thing, it's actually you know interesting you think about, like, you brought that up, because one, <clears throat> like, speaking for, because we were out here for, and I mean, like, we still are, different in a different way but when we were out here living and trying to really pursue film and doing stuff with Sean I think like another aspect of working a normal job especially in LA is that you know in LA especially or any town that has a film community if you're one of the people who wants to be in that community and you don't have the means to either you know have transportation to do that. So you have to pick up a job, a normal job. If you're working a normal job in a creative city, you feel like a failure, even if you are working an eight hour day, because you're like, I'm not doing what I want to do or what these people who I know are doing every day. And 
to those people working those day-to-day film jobs, like being an editor at an editing house or something, they don't like that shit either. Because the real thing is when you are a creative person and whatever, like you and me, we want to be successful being creative, doing creative things. So when we have to do, like even now, like I'm working at a sales job. It's an office job, it's a sales job, it's math, it's just normal shit. And I'm doing really good at that. But you still, you just want to be successful being creative. You don't want to, you want to be your own boss. And more specifically, you want to be respond, like your business wants, you want to like generate business from your ideas, basically. And if you're not doing that, you you know? What you just said, when I used to work at that place um, that made the automatic parking lots and shit, that's what that guy told me when he hired me because he was in film business and he was, you know, said he had even written some scripts and done some stuff. And he was like, I thought that that was the only way that uh, I could really be a success or like what I wanted was to make something, you know, that I wrote and make it and shoot it and create it. But then he got into real estate and shit and he was saying really what that was, was I just wanted to be able to take my own ideas and make them you know, a success, yeah. whether, whether it was a building or, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Cause like he had a race car team, like this dude was balling, you know what I'm saying? Like he had a race car team. He's like, I really just want to have the team be good. You know what I'm saying? Like not, he didn't even drive the cars, you know what I'm saying? But like, he got joy out of just being like, he just wants having to a race be car team. successful. Right. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Like that's what, that's really what it was like. And that's what I think is the drive in a, in our society. You know what I'm saying? Is because capitalism does exist. Like, I think that's kind of one of the downsides of it too, though. It's because like a success is measured by a, a numeric thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to be like, well, this is a success because I made a million dollars with it. Like you'd watch Shark Tank and shit. Like they would be like, oh, you can't invest in this business because you only made $1,600. Like, yeah, but what if that $1,600 was like a life-changing thing that you built? You know what I'm saying? Like if you made $1,600, like building a home for a homeless person, like, yeah, ain't no money in that shit, but you gave somebody a fucking home. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah. then they'll look at you and be like, no, nah, that's a bullshit. You know what I mean? So shit like that you know what i'm saying like that's kind of one of the downsides of it and like even what we're saying with like when we work those jobs and those sales jobs and shit we didn't really want to do it's the same thing because you're now contributing to someone else's success and not your own yeah and they're kind of holding your success back because like i said you're there eight hours you're not making enough money and you're just barely getting by whereas they're thriving because you're there doing it you know what i'm saying and then if you try to speak up on it you can be easily replaced you know what i mean which is like kind of the downside of like when you sign your name as a contract you know to work somewhere dude you know what i mean like you're kind of like giving away your your time on earth you're like we only got but so much time to live you know what i mean so it's like do i want to spend my years alive working for you making you rich whereas all i did is work for you like i don't have anything else to show for you know what i mean like that's why i pride like i pride myself on trying to learn about a lot of shit so that i can someday take those steps I'm getting closer, man. Like, you know what I mean? I, I got maybe I feel like we both are. Three more years. Like, yeah. We're just getting more educated and more experienced in life. And you and I, especially like, you know, everyone's gone through some shit this year, but like the past few years, you and me especially have gone through a lot of fucking bullshit and crazy life shit that I think the new perspective that we have um has especially i can speak for me personally um i'm just seeing the path to success where like even when we were living together 
I had dreams, but I had no idea of how to get to them. And I think now there's some like real clarity on that kind of shit. And I think really it's just based on, you know, it's tough. It's like, I picture some myself telling a younger version of me this, but it's really just, you gotta like live your, live a life, dude. Like you're gonna, if you're smart, you're gonna learn from all this shit that we, like even those experiences that we're laughing about, like, you learn shit from that. You learn shit from working all those bullshit ass jobs. And you learn shit, you know, for me, when I actually took an office job and instead of being like a Jim Halpert type person that you just go in, put no passion into it, put no thought into it and just try to like waste eight hours of a day at an right. office. <laughs> exactly. You know? I mean, it's crazy. I've done that, but I like haven't like forcing myself to be like, okay, you're not good at math. Figure this out. Okay. You don't know how to do this. Figure it out. Like instead of just being like, I don't know how to do this. I don't want to do it. Figuring that out from, and basically me because of the perspective change, um, is meant a lot. And it's like, like I said, I think honestly for me, and I probably speaking for you too, uh, we were talking about success and like what our idea of success is. And like, for me, I can tell you for sure now, you know, it'd be nice to like sell a movie script or like and shit, but I think just owning my own business at all, just being my own boss and finding enough success where that's my only thing, even if it's not millions of dollars, it's just rent, food, you know, the, the, the shit you need and that's it, but it's my business and I, I can just work that and may build that. That's going to be what makes me happy. Like where I'll find maybe like that moment where you can just like sit down and be like, yep, did it. Like at least that for a second, you know, like that. Thing. Well, that's I mean, I agree. Hard, yeah. You know? I mean, I agree to an extent. Um, definitely having the basic stuff provided with my own sweat equity would be like impressive to me. Cause like, honestly, I don't know too many people that do that. Like I know some, you know what I mean? But like, for example, like most people in my immediate family are hired by someone else to do those things. So if you could do it on your own, that is impressive. Like I do know some, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that I don't know anybody that doesn't do this, but uh, at the same time, I would like to thrive a little bit more. One thing I strive for is to not owe nobody no fucking money. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that would be nice too. That would yeah. definitely be nice. Uh, then I want to be in a position where I could potentially not give people money, but give them like the tools and the like support behind them to let them inspire to do some things like that too. You know what I mean? Cause like, I know a bunch of rich people, like my goal is not to get rich as fuck and buy a supercar, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, that shit is stupid as fuck. Um, I probably most of them just, exactly like I am right now with like that's what I'm more saying. space that I need, but not that much more and just chill. Like what I would like to do is like maybe get that money and instead of donating it to like a college, give it to actual students and start a scholarship fund up like amongst people that I know first, but then maybe expand it. Like, I feel like that's a more beautiful thing to do with your money than to be like, just balling out of control. Because I don't really, like I said, I don't really care about those things. Like, I I bought gold chains, and then I look at them and be like, man, I could have just had $300, bro. Like, I ain't even buy that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. any anything, any item I can name, dude. Like, people are talking about getting that PS5. I'm like, man, I could just have $500 in my pocket. You know what I'm saying? Or I could give somebody $500 and bless them with that shit, and then they would, you know, 
be forever remembering that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I know Mavs people like, right from now. A, from us being like an economic perspective, just wait a little bit. It's going to go down. This is the best Man, time you PS4. All the games are going to be cheap. Right. Exactly. And why are you trying to make Sony another billion? They already got money, dog. They good. Like, I, mean, I your, can't, get your I can't afford to have a new TV to support whatever the graphics exactly. are on that anyway. So exactly. I'd rather have money and just some like a steady supply of weed continuing. I'm good with right. that. I agree. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad we got on that topic, though, too, man. And also yeah. what you we're speaking about um, business wise and shit. I got a couple of little plans on that, too. We could talk off air one day. Um, yeah, so yeah. I told you, man, I'm pl- I'm constantly plotting on making some moves like that, too, dog, because I ain't trying to be working for the man for the rest of my fucking life, dog. This shit psh, over me, and done I mean, with. Hell yeah. I didn't survive cancer to have a boss. <laughs> exactly, boss, bro. bro. So That's I'm why gonna, I fuck with you. Because <laughs> I know I'm you I'm going to just get like a little bit of that money still, just keep that big check coming for a little bit, and then, you know, we'll figure out this business. It's not a good time to start a business right now, but it's a good time to get it started in terms of like the groundwork laying it while all this shit's kind of, you know, in hibernation and when the world opens up again, I definitely have a lot of ideas in terms of that, so. Well, I mean, um, also too, man, uh, we're talking about success, man, like success is built upon many failures, bro, you know what I'm saying, so like. Our first expense try of that was in LA, you know what I mean? And now, like I said, we got the new perspective on what to do, what not to do, how to get information, how not to get information. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's just another step, bro. And then, like, if that don't work, then we go on to another one, you know what I mean? Like, as long as we got that mindset, we ain't going to fail because that's the thing that people got to understand is, like, the first thing might not hit, the second thing might not hit, you know what I mean? But at some point, like, you'll figure that shit out. Like, just like with any, like you said, your job now. You didn't know how to do it at first, and now – like yeah. the best person of it, you know what I mean? And if I'm being fatalistic about it, just in terms of like, uh, if this was like some kind of a legend or some kind of a movie, just for me personally, the, if I went through even just my cancer journey and just like the amount of percentages of where I lived and died at certain points in that, there's got to be a reason that I survived and it isn't just to do this podcast. So <laughs> success, I feel like I was, I'm here for a reason and I know I'm not going to like come up with some like miracle that's going to save the world. But I just feel like for me personally, that is to be, to find like this new perspective we're talking about. And to build upon that to the point where I do get to that next, what I was talking about, having like that kind of personal success in life. Because again, like I just kneecap myself with mental bullshit and physical bullshit and wrong decisions and bad decisions and all that shit in my, you know, earlier years. And unfortunately for me, it took a really fucked up event to kind of get out of that, but you know i mean also too we got hustled dog like we came up during the student loan that epidemic at its height you know what i'm saying like a whole lot of shit happened in our lifetime too that kind of fucked us over i'm not trying to point fingers and blame nobody but like literally like i mean it's you know ultimately it's my you know i made the decline i knew i wasn't supposed to be in college and all that bullshit but anyway right we're good i like this conversation i like it when we get deep for no reason like i wasn't I thought we were going to end it on fat sex. So to go from that to this is... 
I mean, we started with uh, with your boy still in the White House. So, like, we we've we've covered a litany of topics this week. I forgot we even talked about his ass, but yeah. So, just go to one last dumpster fire real quick. Let's talk that Cowboys Pittsburgh Steelers game. I mean, we got to uh, recap, you know what I mean? I feel like you should be ashamed of yourself, God. really. Because y'all was losing. Y'all was losing that whole I'm going to have to in like five minutes, so this is going to be super short. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. The, okay, so again, on record, I know Steelers, they have Steelers shit in them. Here's what the Steelers will do. I've watched them for decades. They will have a the, – they could have a roster of Hall of Fame legends at their prime that were cloned and brought to this world or playing at the height of their talents. They could have everything, and they will play down to the shittiest of shit teams. <laughs> it, they just, it doesn't make any sense. So whatever. Here's what I will say positive. We won, so we're still undefeated. You guys, on your end, I have nothing else to say positively about the Steelers other than we won. So good job. <laughs> you almost fucked it up. You almost proved me right. I proved myself right in saying that me being positive about the Steelers does only one thing, causes them to suck. So I'm not going <laughs> to be positive anymore. Get your shit together. Uh, I'll talk you should have picked the Cowboys, man. In a second because I have another concern. But a positive thing for the Cowboys you might have a diamond in the rough with that the quarterback. Matt, how like dare you? Guy. Come on. You must have you must have smoked some good ass weed. You got dude, on that topic. I'm telling no. you, there was a point in that game where that kid could Matt, not do anything. I can look up his stats. I can look up his stats right now. I mean, the I guarantee stats you, aren't gonna be great. Any, just we can move on. I know you don't want to. That be kid positive. didn't. That kid didn't throw a hundred yards at all. I guarantee it. I, I mean, guarantee. All I will say is that. He did better for half for half of that football game than Ben Roethlisberger. That's what I'll say. Okay, he, he threw a pick look- and a touchdown for two forty three. I mean, dude, that's the first touchdown we've scored in four games. I was gonna say <laughs> he had that over hundred. So I feel like he's better than that Danucci guy. So clearly he's gonna be starting. But you know, you don't care, bro. You don't give a fuck. You don't like. I don't. I barely even. I barely even watched that game. Like legit. Like I watched it. Actually, I I watched watched the whole fucking thing, bro. I gotta be honest. I got pissed off. Nah, I legit watched it because they didn't lose right away, and I just wanted to see what type of tenacity they had. But it was no mystery what was gonna happen at the end of that game, dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you knew they were gonna come down there and score eventually. Like, as soon as it got close. Like, I heard Skip Bayless trying to argue being like, oh, man, they cheated us, man. The refs called some bullshit shit. It's like, dude, we shouldn't even been in that game. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, like we, had, we shouldn't even showed up, man. Like, real talk, bro. Like, we should, like we need to put our bags over our heads and just every game just throw in the towel and be like, yo, we're we, we not going to come out here. We don't want nobody getting hurt. We're just going to practice for the next year. Like, it's good. Y'all, y'all won. Like, I, I wish they would let you do that in football. Like, just let you wave the flag and just they'd be like, today the Pittsburgh Steelers got a flag waving from the Dallas Cowboys. Apparently, they didn't even want to take the field. And it's just be like, everybody shamed you that week. But you just walk away and be like, hey, we wanted an extra bye week, man. So, 
fuck it, man. We're going we're gonna to play our next game hard. You know what I'm saying? We're coming out like – but you can't do that, though. You know what I'm saying? That's not how football is played, though, wow. unfortunately. We both – in the pick round, we both won that game. Fuck the, fuck the Steelers. Get yeah. your shit together. Uh, we also just randomly picked Tennessee Chicago because you hopped on the Tennessee bandwagon, you know. So again, I'm the champion. You conceded the championship. So this is all <laughs> we, we can. You won that game because I picked Chicago. You picked Tennessee, and I'm looking here, and I do see Tennessee won. Yeah, they did. Okay, so now the the overall record through this past week i'm at 14 and 3 you're at 13 and 4 so you know you're you're you gain gained some that ground, game. Right? it doesn't yeah, yeah. i'm halfway <laughs> i guess i'm just halfway champ we can keep picking the games but you know i mean the problem like i said bro is like <laughs> i can't yeah i mean i can't pick any more cowboys games than any other team i'm not going to have enough info to really call it other than just going off of gut so it is what it is man like i'm fine like I like told you, like this isn't like I just quit in this season and like I was like some gung ho cowboy fan beforehand. Like I've been cussing Jerry Jones out since you met me, pretty much. Bye. So like, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like so, this isn't something new. Like it's like you can attest to the viewership. Like I've been making, I've been mulling over my head, and I've been like, man, I might not even watch football. Like last year, I only watched football because I worked at a place that showed the games. You know what I'm saying? And so I was at work watching the games. But like when I'm at home now. I don't even want to put that shit on because it's like really too many commercials in that shit for me, dog. Like that's my problem with it now. I just don't want to see pizza of that thirty-five times, bro. Well, I guess we're just by NFL. I'll watch uh-huh. your clips on YouTube after the game. <laughs> man, we could just get into some more deep shit, man. You know what I'm saying? I said that to my you before the season. I can't handle it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, don't you remember I told you that? Though. I was like, man, I'm about to stop watching football this year because it's taking too much time to do that shit. Well, I could be doing something else on Sunday. Bro, I'm just so, going mean, hey, to just swole, I guess. That's it. I'm just, exactly, that's man. It. Cowboys did all the work for me, man. I don't even have to feel bad about it. It's like, oh, okay. Like, they some man, shit. why did – they killed my <laughs> fandom too, though. It's bullshit. Hey, man. It's America's team. America's, you know, make them great again, bro. Shit. You know what? We're going to temporarily halt this shit. We might talk about NFL, but the next time I'm going to talk about it is when the Steelers are – if they become undefeated somehow, we can talk about them again. Man, I'll make a bold Super Bowl prediction right now. Y'all might be undefeated, but y'all ain't going to the Super Bowl, though. Yeah. At this point, okay, at this point in the season, who do you think is going to the Super Bowl? The Chiefs. What's the game though? Who's both going to the Super Bowl? Uh, I would say the Chiefs, and as it stands right now, I'd have to put the Saints in there only because Seahawks ain't got no defense, bro. I would say yeah, the Seahawks. That's my pick originally. Did they lose this week? Yeah, they lost to the Bills. Bad, bad, bad. They got they aired it out on them, bro. Like they scored like forty eight or something like that, <laughs> forty four. Well, so, it's a yeah, good I mean, week to stop picking for the Steelers because, like, a bunch of their players got COVID. So, I know Ben Roethlisberger got COVID. I don't know if he's going to be able to play this week, but, you know, we'll see. I think we play the Bengals or we play somebody. But I don't know. Who do I think is going to go to the Super Bowl? Fuck. Uh, 
I was going to say fucking Seattle. I, I don't want to pick the Saints, but it seems like they're probably the only real good team in the NFC because they beat the shit out of Tampa Bay. So Now, here's something to think about, though. The Saints need to be the first place team in the NFC because there are some teams that can beat the Saints. I will say that. If but they if they if they got home field advantage, but they're who not going to beat them. The Cardinals, the Bears, motherfucking uh, yeah. the Bucks. Even though the Bucks haven't played good against them, they could potentially beat them. Carolina, I mean, they could beat potentially the beat them. They beat the Bucks by thirty five points. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I'm not. I think that was just like Bucks just. I don't know. They, I think Bruce Arians is kind of like a fucking schizo, dude. Because like sometimes he has a good coach game, and other times I feel like he has a stupid game plan and nah, just gets exposed. Antonio Brown know. was on in that game, bro. They hired him. He, his stink yeah, on that team. He fucking already cursed. Nah, him, so, well, hey, maybe. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just felt like uh, it's teams that can beat the Saints. Now I don't know how many teams are going to beat the Chiefs in a. I mean, dude, they can just put up, like, 50 points on you at given will. And now, they haven't been playing that good, but I think it's more so them getting in their own way. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm I mean, y'all say, can beat them. Y'all can beat them. I'm not saying y'all can't, but y'all offense got to get a lot better. Man, I hate to agree with you, but I'm going to say Chiefs and Seattle, just the buck what you said. Because that's, like, the only other combination. Like, I don't see Baltimore making it. I feel like we'd get in over Baltimore, but I just don't know how it's going to shake up in the playoffs. So, I think y'all got to go to Kansas City. I mean, yeah, probably. Depending this on year, does that even matter? I feel like that's why y'all got to. I mean, y'all need to stay undefeated. Like, I feel like home field would matter in the playoffs, even though I mean, it's, it's fans in the stadiums, dude. Like, it's not like those stadiums. Yeah, that's are true. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, and plus, like every field is different. Like Arrowhead in the January is different than Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? Like the ground conditions, all that, like all that shit matters, bro. The wind, all that shit. Well, so we'll see. I'm saying <laughs> y'all problem though is uh y'all's offense comes and goes, man. That's what I was noticing with y'all. Cause like, it's just, it looks like. Roethlisberger like, ain't going to make it, bro. He almost got, he almost, you guys almost took him out over the weekend. <clears throat> He went he out. He to take shots, man. He, he left early in the first work. half, and they, his knee got fucked up because he got pancaked. And uh, yeah, they showed a picture of him from practice today when they pulled him off the field, or maybe it was from yesterday. And the motherfucker had like seventeen pounds of ice all over his body everywhere to try to. I mean, I mean he was thing, playing. Man. He came back and fucking aced you motherfuckers up, but you know, yeah, he ain't gonna make it thing. that long. I just feel like Mahomes. The Chiefs, they you know they got a m- way more weapons than we do offensively and defensively. I feel like their defense could stop our offense more times than their our defense can stop their offense. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. we'll see. I don't know. I just don't, like I'm like you. I'll, if they get into if the Steelers get into the playoffs, you bet your ass I'm going to be watching, and I'll probably watch clips, but. I just don't give a fuck, man. Like I'm, I was into it because we were picking and shit. But even the Steelers doing good for half a season, just not moving the needle for me that much. I mean, it's just a game, man. At the end of the day, it's like I mean, I get more excited about a game I would be playing myself. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I wish me and you could on Sundays instead just go back to Van Nuys Golf Course and just keep talking shit like oh. how we used to, and like, and then I can. Open your mind, show you, show you some more mind blowing golf tactics. You know what I mean? Jeez. Hey, for the viewers out there, one day, man, it was only one time, but Matt got his mind blown watching me play golf. Yo, he, he, 
he even said it out of his own mouth. Like, I've never seen somebody in real life play this game like this. I was like, man. <laughs> I was like, man, everything just going my way today, baby. <laughs> Let me stop bullshit. That was funny as a all right, man. But yeah, bro, that's that's a good episode right there, man. I think we've given the people what they wanted. Um, got some got some fat sex stories. Some, <laughs> I mean, taking topics today. I don't even know what to call this shit other than <laughs> like a bunch of commas. There's gonna be a bunch of titles to this shit. So. You just gotta get a universal logo now, man, and just that just stamp that one with just like. <laughs> All that and more. Ain't life funny podcast. Like, just the yeah. guy's head exploded. Just like a fucking <laughs> stump. All right, bro. Well, it was good uh, talking about my horrifying memory of fat sex. But, you know, I think that's exercise. I think I've exercised that demon. It's out. You know, it's out. Yeah, there. yeah man. So that you got to hit it with the. You know, look at us now. Wherever you're at, wherever I'm at, who would have oh, thought this? You know, who would have thought? Bro, just imagine, like, her parents probably still to this day just... I mean, honestly, I feel like that probably wasn't the first time she got caught doing that. Like, I mean, her dad was I, seemed I way know. too the chill. I'm thinking about it now, like, I got in trap, bro. I feel like... <laughs> that was her thing, is just, like, bring guys over her house and get them caught in her you parents' like, bed. Like the danger <laughs> moment, dude. I almost got shot by her fucking dad. <laughs> I mean, as a dad, I wouldn't be upset with the guy. I would be mad at my daughter, like, mm. at least do this in your own I'd be like, at least yeah, do this but in your still, own dude, like, your daughter, like, I just put myself in that guy's shoes, like. I do beat up somebody, kid. A piece of shit. I'd be like, you motherfucker. Like, I'm just <laughs> glad I couldn't see his face, because that's probably what he was doing, just. I mean, the fact you left your glasses just tickles me to no end. Dude. I would have been like, sir, I cannot see Dude, a thing. Hold bro, on. I, <laughs> I got enough clothes to not get arrested walking outside. That's it. It's like, I cannot see, man. Like, hold up, bro. Like, you got to drive your car, man. Like, what did you do? <laughs> I want to live, bro. I want to live. And I want all of us to live, bro. So anyone out there, if you're in that situation, just take a deep breath. Try to grab as much clothing as possible. Just, you know, walk out the door. Just get out. Get your glasses if you can, everybody. <laughs> get your glasses. You're going to have a podcast and you can talk about it. And you can feel better about it. That's going to be the tag right here. You just got to get uh, Velma from Scooby-Doo. Put your head on that saying, my glasses. I can't find my glasses. <laughs> and then, like, I can be in the back taking a mask off of, like, Trump is the imposter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna try to remember that. I'm gonna try to recreate that for you. Uh, all right, man. It's been good talking with you as always, bro. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening, everyone. This was uh, week 31, I think, of uh, Ain't Life Funny. So back to the sexy boys. We'll see you later. <laughs>